Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to Small Market Bias, a podcast about the San Antonio Spurs. My name is Matthew Tynan, and today I'm joined once again. We're going to try this three-man thing for a second time, and I'll do a better job trying to, you know, steer things uh, perhaps than I did last time. But Bruno Passos, Trevor Zickraff, both joining me today. We've got a lot to get to in a short, in a short period of time. Uh, so are you guys, are you guys ready? I'll start with Bruno just to say hello to people. Hello, Matt, no better intro than, uh, opening up with, with an apology, uh, in, in brackets. So that always good energy to bring, but, mm-hmm. uh, no, happy to be on uh, another show with yourself and Trevor. It's been a while and, yep. uh, happy Spurs season opener Eve to mm-hmm. both of you. Go Trevor. <laughs> uh, just, uh, Really excited to, I did, um, I want you guys to know, uh, I did no preparation for this. That's how uh, we want it. So I figured like we needed degrees, we needed degrees of prep. And Matt, I know you were doing a lot of prep. So I was like, I'm just going to come in just firing away. So I appreciate this because Bruno revealed last time he enjoys the prep. And so, uh, you know, having someone in here who's just coming in seat of their pants. I love it. Bruno is already prepped for what we're doing today. I'm a little bit frightened by it. Uh, and I'm also a little bit frightened by where Trevor's going to go today because his vibe check has been something else this preseason. But you'll you'll understand a little bit more uh, once we get there. We need to start off by paying the bills, though. And a reminder that Small Market Bias is brought to you by Bet Online. The last of the major pro sport leagues kicks off this week, and Bet Online is your top spot for all your NBA action this season. With MLB postseason, NFL, and college football, and NHL in full swing, Bet Online is your number one source for wagering, news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips and both desktop, desktop and mobile access for every sport anytime. Head to the bet online. Head to the bet online today. I, I think that's a misprint. Head to bet online today to get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code believe. That's B L E A V to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. And before we get into sort of the the weird stuff I have planned for today, um, I wanted to look at some of Bet Online's player props because I find them to be interesting. Spurs player props specifically. I know that both of you have had a chance to look at these. So I'll start Trevor. I'm going to test you because you said you're just, you're just going, no prep. You're just, you're, you're out here in the wind, just hanging out. 
no, mm -hmm. you know, just, just feeling yourself. So does anything stick out to you from the 11 player props for the San Antonio Spurs? Devin's basically points per game being exactly the same as last year jumps out. Keldon being higher than Devin jumps out a little bit, especially considering that Devin was just basically a human flamethrower. Uh, this off or this preseason was really on his Clay Thompson shit, which is really good to see. And look, I'm I'm a proponent of Wemby over 65 games. I think he's going to do it. I think he just seems like the type of guy that like wants to say f your uh, your load management and um, and let's play, yeah. baby. Let's just play. Let's yeah. go for um, it. I do. I do like. I'll tell you what, man. And I, I know we've talked about this before. The the Zach Collins over, especially on points, I think is like a lock. Yeah. As long as he's healthy and playing, like I think they're gonna they're gonna commit to that two big lineup as much as they can, and um, so so I would take take the Collins overs, take the Collins over on points, take the Collins over on rebounds, take the Collins over on personal. Listen fouls. to take this guy. The 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 biggest uh, Zach Collins fan on the planet, Trevor Zitgraf. DeAndre Ayton 2.0, Zach Collins. Zebo Hive. Call call hims. Zach call hims. No. Don't don't do that. <laughs> just don't do that. Bruno, please go. Uh Matt, it just caught that from Trevor. Can we curse on this show? I had no idea. You can curse for sure. You can say oh, whatever the hell okay. you want. Um Oh, you know, right. it, it, it's it's one of those things where I have to mark it as uh, explicit <laughs> if if we do. But, you know, I think our, our audience is mostly mature enough. I, I'm sure there are some I will say some young. I purposely kept it a PG-13 there. Yeah, shit. You know, I, I don't mind shit too much or yeah. ass. You're not, allowed, you're not you allowed like two. You're not allowed like to a show or something like the way Correct. the way the movies work. Yeah. And we've Correct. just exceeded that. Um, But I do appreciate Trevor going F instead of, you know. Full bore. Full yeah. bore. <laughs> this another, is this another is good. Word for sorry, F. sorry for the digression, but just wanted no, to confirm. It was good. This is this is blowing my mind. I've been a few episodes in now. Um, no, I you can. Echo... And here's the thing: if you feel it, like if you really feel that that a point requires a, a you know an F, I I really would just want to say it, but I'm not going to. But if you really feel a point requires an F, just go for it. Like we're good, we're good. all adults here. I think society is changing a little bit, like to the point where that stuff isn't really that offensive any anymore. It's more for emphasis than anything, and and everyone can just you know sort of adapt and grow and and be adults about this. So yeah, no, if if you if you feel the need to really go, as Trevor said, it full bore, go for it. Good to know. Uh, there's an I think you should leave skit uh, where a man gets permission to curse uh, while doing like a, a haunted house tour. Um, recommend people check that out. I'll not go that far into it. Okay. Um, but no, I'll, I'll echo everything Trevor said as far as the energy um, and agreeing on, on those overs. I, mean, I, I think Zach Collins posted uh, numbers as a starter last season that were well above the, the, the lines yeah. here of 11 and a half and seven. So don't see why you wouldn't want to take those. Um, and yeah, the 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 Keldon Devin stuff is funny, uh, just purely when you think about like who's likely to get, um, you know, touches as far as like who who's going to eat more in that offense. Definitely feels like Devin and eight, 18 and a half seems like uh, the type of number he can um, eclipse. Uh, the the and the Victor numbers are the most fun, right? Like it, it's it all yeah. this is like you know there there's there's confidence 
levels to each of these, but if you were just to like wanting to have some fun this year, why not just take all of these Victor overs or you all know a them. handful of them and just just have some fun? Are you going to have more fun rooting for Victor Wembanyama to score more than eighteen and a half <laughs> points, or Kelvin or Kelvin Johnson having uh, under five and a half rebounds? I mean, that, this is all about having fun. So take the Victor stuff and and and, and enjoy this. Enjoy the show. I like that you said Kelvin Vassell because I, I feel like I feel like they're going to be sort of blended together in a way this season. Like when you look at Devin Vassell, 18 and a half points. I, it, it feels like an easy over. Keldon Johnson at 19 and a half feels like maybe, especially if Vassell is healthy, 19 and a half feels like an under for Keldon Johnson. But my thing at this point is what's going to be happening in this offense so far during the preseason. Yeah. Devin has gotten hot from three. He's scored off a bunch of cuts. He's done the stuff, the ancillary stuff. He has, but he hasn't really been like in control of the offense. I don't want to. I I don't. <laughs> there he is. There he is. I I um I don't want to. I don't want to jump the gun on this stuff. I'm I'm sure the Spurs have been working on some stuff that they haven't shown in the preseason. But like it sort of seems to me that the way they're starting to operate. And I know that they're going to have more stuff uh, that be, especially because of the way they're going to be operating without like a true lead point guard. I feel there's going to be a bunch of different types of movement, a bunch of people setting screens that don't normally set screens like Devin Vassell screening for uh, Victor Wembenyama to get him open and diverting the attention of the defense, maybe hitting a three off of that. And the same could be said for Keldon Johnson. I just don't know where the focal point is going to be at this point. So like, I think there's actually a reasonable case to be made that you could go under on both Vassell and Johnson. I don't think it's going to be, I I think based on what we've seen and what we know about Devin Vassell, he's going to, he's going to get the over, on the 18 and a half, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. You're right, Bruno. The Wemby stuff is a lot more fun. It's, it's the, wait, let, let's go back to it. It is the two and a half blocks a game, which by the way, is what Tim Duncan averaged during his rookie year when he was all NBA rookie of the year. Obviously he did that in 39 minutes a night. I don't think at least at first, I don't even think Wemby is going to be playing 30 minutes a night. So that's crazy to think about. But at the same time, when we've seen this guy play, it's it, we, what, how many how many blocks did he have to either one of you? I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like three or four blocks just in the first half alone on uh, against the Warriors on Friday night. Trevor, I, th- I think it was four, but I, I would have to. I'd have to look up again. No research, but um, yeah, no. I, but I th- I'm pretty sure it was four. I remember. I remember two on Wiggins. I remember two on Wiggins alone. There was the clay block, and then I can't remember whoever he blocked on the baseline. If that was first half or second half, but yeah, I mean, it's like he he does feel like he can walk into three blocks a game without much issue. Yeah, yeah I, which is wild. Which is like a wild thing to well, say. Well, and I think I, blocks, I, like yeah. I know that we have to get to some more stuff, like the real meat and potatoes of this podcast. But I think the the and let me just run through these player props, all of them, so that people know what we're talking about. Devin Vassell 
over 18 and a half points. Keldon Johnson over 19 and a half points. Uh, minus 145. Devin Vassell over 18 and a half is minus 115. And then uh, Keldon over five and a half rebounds is minus 120. I don't think you'll care about the 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 minus or plus or whatever. But uh, Trey Jones, the, the line is set at six assists. Trey Jones points 11 and a half. Victor Wembanyama, two and a half blocks. Victor Wembanyama under or over 65 games played. Vic over under 18 and a half points a game. Over under eight and a half rebounds a game. Zach Collins and Trevor mention this i would hammer the hell out of this uh over under 11 and a half points a game and seven rebounds a game the seven rebounds is getting a little bit closer i think that's come up in the last couple of days but anyway those are the those are the player props but i just real quick i know we've been talking a lot about this team during the preseason there's a lot of coverage on this team so you can you can find any sort of preview you want anywhere my sort of prevailing thought is it is really cool to not really understand or know what to expect in terms of what we're watching. Because I, I think we all enter every season, uh, no matter what team you cover, no matter what sport you cover, where you kind of have an idea of what a person or a player is coming into a league and how they might fit in right away, the, the growing pains they're going to have to go through. And I, and I still feel we can identify that stuff. But so far during the preseason, Victor Wembanyama is doing things we've legitimately never seen before. And he's doing things to other professional basketball players who look like they've never seen what he's doing before. And to me, that's the most interesting element of all of this, that no matter how high the expectations, they could go further. They could go higher. Uh, they could, it, it, even if they stayed where they were, it would still be incredible. But we're, we're watching someone who is almost, is almost putting like a normal or average NBA player in like the same viewing position as the rest of us, fans, media, whatever, where we're all at the same time experiencing something we've never really seen before, Bruno. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 we're in like a liminal space right now. It's, it, it, Wemby is an abstract, I think, for the Spurs as much as opponents. And, and how do you, how do you scheme against it? Like, you know, we're going to see teams just throw all, you know, all kinds of things and see what works. Most of these teams are trying to figure themselves out right now. So how much can you really invest in, you know, trying to crack that, uh, that riddle uh, two nights ahead of um, a, a, whatever, a, a four game road trip or whatever, it's just not going to happen. So you're going to have some, some really funny instances of Wemby just breaking basketball, the team struggling to figure it out. Maybe there's going to be the odd, uh, um, successful version of that, but it's, it's going to be super fun. Um, we, we've seen those highlights and I don't see any reason why we're not going to see, we're not going to continue to be surprised on a nightly basis. So it's awesome. It's a great time to be tuned in and, and to be a Spurs fan. It's been really fun uh, to watch him. And it also kind of papers over um, some of the stuff that like, like I just like, I remember the first game I was so caught up in what he was doing. It wasn't until like, I like put it on, 
again, just because uh, my son's gotten into basketball lately. And so we'll just like put on random basketball games as background noise. But I was, I love that. I was like, sitting that's down great parenting, man. That's great parenting. That's I, I very much approve. Um, the single but, guy um, without a kid approves. Congratulations. Approves. <laughs> uh, but uh, like, I just remember that first game, like Devin didn't really do a whole lot. And it didn't like dawn on me that Devin was not really involved in basketball that first game yeah. uh, until I sat down and watched it the second time. And I was like, oh, he's just kind of been like floating out there. Not sure. And so it's just funny because like you could tell that these guys don't really like his own teammates don't really yeah. know what to do with him yet. And they're, they're still figuring this stuff out. Across the board, uh, it, it, it like it, it's not just the people he's playing against; it's his teammates. They're all it, it's his coaches. They're all trying to figure out how to use this guy, what to do with this guy, what to do against this guy. And uh, when when you listen to some of his quotes, and you and today at Spurs practice, he said something sort of along the lines of like he really misses playing in clutch time because for the most part during the preseason, he has not played in any meaningful minutes. I, not even for the most part, he hasn't played at all at the end of games. So there's, there's like a, a different level that this is going to get to really quickly because the games are about to matter. They're, they're about to matter. This is, I am um, about as excited just for a, a, a regular season opener as I've ever been just from an anticipation standpoint, from an anticipatory standpoint, and especially that it's, you know, it's the Mavericks, this team that that has been a rival of the Spurs for so long. The rivalry has sort of been dormant. We've talked about the rivalries already between uh, the Spurs and Oklahoma City, Spurs and Houston Rockets. We haven't even mentioned the Mavericks, but Luka Doncic is still like, I don't know, 24, 25 at most. I don't even he's he's very young, but regardless, I think there's just a ton of excitement around this. And even considering all the highlights that Wembenyama has given the NBA world, given the basketball viewing world during preseason, I think this is obviously just the beginning. And it could and and the the even cooler stuff could happen as soon as tomorrow night. It should be noted, uh, world-famous, always-correct prognosticator Nate Silver recently weighed in on Victor Wembanyama, um, giving his odds on Wemby's chances of being a top 75 ever player based on uh, limited data points we all have and whatever their, uh, arbitrary uh, guardrails he provided. But a 70-ish percent chance of, of uh, becoming a top 75 player already. So congrats to Wemby on a, on a Hall of Fame career. Um, <laughs> And uh, let's hope that the the Nate Silver curse doesn't uh, doesn't strike him. So it'd be unfortunate. I think uh, I think that's probably like fair. Incorporate. I don't, I don't want to take anything that Nate Silver says too seriously at this point. But I think it's at least fair when you consider like okay, injuries might be a thing. Um, I kind of think that's it though, right? <laughs> like I I can't imagine. A scenario, and it's crazy to even say this about a rookie. I don't, I don't imagine a scenario where if if he stays healthy, he doesn't reach that type of precipice. And I don't know. 
Maybe that's crazy talk. I don't know, Trevor. You're you're the draft guy. You've seen a bunch of these dudes come along. This guy is completely different than anything else we've ever seen. And if he stays healthy, I don't know how he doesn't get to top 75, top 50, whatever. Like, look at the guys who are in it right now. There are some dudes who can be supplanted in that in that lineup. And <laughs> a lot of farmers and plumbers in that in that top 75. And Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis. Um, They'll never supplant uh, those those farmers and plumbers, though. They're like they're like stuck in there. All the old heads. They're gonna just leave them in here until everyone is dead and gone. And and you know, Gen Z comes up, replaces all the sports writers, or Chat GPT replaces all sports writers and replaces people who actually like truly deserve to be in the top seventy five. Tell you what, AI, AI can't predict my Jeremy Sohan takes. That's for goddamn sure. Um, this guy. No, you're. I was just gonna say that. Like, I was trying to think. Like, I don't want to. Like, it, it feels like so easy to be like. Not since LeBron has someone just looked this ready to be yeah. a productive NBA player. But that's kind of. I mean, it's just preseason. But that's kind of what it feels like. Like, he definitely like. I don't think he's going to be as productive as Duncan or Robinson was this their rookie years. I mean, I I don't I barely remember Robinson's rookie year, but Duncan's I remember quite well. Um, and like, I don't think he's going to be the reason, or I don't think the Spurs are going to win an extra twenty five games this season uh, because of his presence. But like, I've definitely as the preseason's gone on, been like, are they going to like? Are we, is it going to be like March and we're going to be like, damn, is this team a play-in team? Yeah. Like, are we going to yeah. – like, I, I definitely – those thoughts have entered my head. And I, I was totally ready to just be like, yeah, yeah he's going to be fun. But, I, I, you know, year one, I don't think we're going to – you know, that's he's going to add like five wins to the team, not 15 or 20. Right. And he could – I mean, it could just be five, six, seven games, something like that. We're, you know, we don't know. Um, but you're right. I, I've had the same thought. And now I don't know what to think. I watched them. I watched that big ball lineup play defense and just disrupt everything that the offense on the other side is trying to do. Teams yeah. will adjust, like, but there's going to be a sort of a, a birth, like a like a, a baptism, a baptism for a lot of these teams at first, because when you see a team as experienced as Golden as Golden State go through what they did the other night against the Spurs starting unit, like that is a sign of something really interesting. So there's going to be, and the Spurs are practicing super hard. They're ready to hit the ground running. I think there's going to be some early season success combined with other teams, more experienced teams, not being ready truly to go, which is normal for veteran teams. Um, But also just not understanding how to deal with Wembenyama right off the bat. And so the Spurs could jump on some people and in the meantime could figure out what the hell they're doing. And suddenly we're like, Oh wow. Uh, this crazy Western conference, the Spurs are, are somewhere at least in the play in picture. And if they're there, I, I still have questions of whether or not they're going to go for it, but I, I I'm starting to lean toward them truly trying like unless they're solidly out of the picture i i i don't know i tend to think that they're actually 
going to try to win games, especially if they're actually in the picture. So, all right. I feel like we could talk about this a lot more, but we have a weird draft to get to, and it's time to take a break before we do. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, we're back, and we're about to try something, I don't know, a little weird, fun, all of it. it, it it's going to be great. I already know. Uh, la- you know, this is inspired last summer. We were in the DMs, Trevor... Bruno and I, as we always are, talking about just teams that had terrible vibes, teams that have good vibes, all the above. So I figured this season, ahead of the season, we could have a vibes draft. And this is going to consist of each of us in a snake draft, which means the first pick, second pick, and third pick in the first round are, are go in that order. But then in the second round, that third pick is also the fourth pick. And then the fifth pick for the previously second pick and sixth pick for the previously first pick. And then going back around, if that makes sense. Anyone who's done a draft knows this. Um, but there are probably people listening to this who you know, have real lives and don't care about fantasy sports and like haven't done this stuff before so I'm trying to I'm trying to explain it at least a little bit but snake draft format each of us is going to draft five teams based on good or bad vibes each pick must be designated as either a good or bad vibe team and this affects scoring which you'll hear about in a, in a second Uh, Each one of us has to pick at least one good or bad vibe team. So you can't just go all uh, all good vibes, all bad vibes. You have to you have to have at least one uh, one in the mix that is opposite of the others. Right. So, okay, are we clear at this point? Bruno and Trevor, you all know what we're doing. I've discussed this a little bit. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. well, goddamn right. (laughs) Well, let's. Here is is sort of the idea behind this. So uh, for bad vibe teams, we want chaos. We want bad things to happen. Those amount to plus points for your team. So, and this scoring system is actually probably going to be tweaked a little bit over the coming weeks and maybe months. I think I'm going to put a deadline at like end of 2023. We have a set of rules in place and we're done. Um, but here is sort of the basis for it. You get a point. If you're a bat, if you select a bad vibes team, you get one point for every game under bet online's win total for that team at the end of the season. And you get minus one point for every game over the win total. So if they do worse than consensus, you're, you're in a good spot. That's the whole idea. You want chaos. You want, bad vibes teams to be bad to be bad um then it starts to escalate 
plus five points for any of the following player trade requests, reported player players only meetings, any sort of official team enforced or even NBA enforced. We can talk about this later. Uh, it, suspensions, just stuff like that. You know, negatives to a team. You don't like any of that stuff, but that's if you're selecting a bad vibes team, you want points and that would be good for points. And then the big ones, a star player is traded. A coach or executive is fired or leaves a team projected to make the playoffs outright, not, not play in, make the playoffs outright. And we can do that by win total misses postseason entirely or loses in the play in. That is plus 10 points. If you're selecting a bad vibes team, good vibes team. It's the opposite. Plus one point for every game over the win total, the projected win total. Plus five points for things like first-time award or recognition recipients. MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Most uh, most Improved Player, Rookie of the Year, All-NBA, All-Star, all of those things. And, and if you finish in the top five in voting, that still counts. Like, you're looking for overperformers but they have to be first time. Otherwise, we're just going to be out here picking the Bucks and the Lakers and these teams with these guys who are recognized every single year for, you know, their greatness. We don't we're looking for the overperformers. Um and then plus 10 for the NBA title. So this is where I, you know, you can go select one of the big boys. Uh plus 10 points for an NBA title or any other major player award outright not just top five in voting outright. So again, bad vibes teams get more points for chaos. Good vibes teams get get more points for overperformance. This is sort of the guideline. We're going to work through it. Um, and by the way, as we sit here and we're on the verge of starting the clock, we're each going to have two minutes to select our teams. And I have a feeling that like I at least on my end I feel like I'm going to I'm going to have regrets almost immediately over the teams I select because I I we're we're trying to figure out which direction to go in terms of good or or good or bad vibes and uh that's going to be tricky. And to make it even more difficult, we're going to put 2 minutes on the clock for every pick. So there's not going to be any waffling. We're not going to sit around. Two minutes might be too much. Hopefully we can knock these out sooner than that. But <laughs> whenever uh, whenever the uh, time is up for whoever is selecting, this is what you're going to hear. <laughs> and that is Devin Vassell screaming. Or, you just did it. I know. <laughs> Got him. That's unbelievable. Keldon Johnson screaming. Who else would that be? Keldon Johnson screaming is the uh, is the alarm for the timer. So without further ado, our vibes draft. Bruno Passos is on the clock with the number one pick. And I imagine this is going to go really quickly, but I'm going to start the I'm going to start the timer regardless. All right. Well, look, the pick is in. Uh, that's, that's, that's a given. I got the first overall pick. I was given time to prepare. I have come into this, uh, as prepared, um, as, as I could be. Um, I actually, uh, took part in my annual fantasy basketball draft, uh, on, on Sunday was not prepared enough. Felt, felt terrible. Wanted, wanted to come into this, 
the opposite feeling. So I've got tears uh, to this draft. Um, and I've wow. got one team. I've got one team at the top of this and a tier of their own. Um, drafting, of course, based on their bad vibes, feeding off of that negative energy, like the like the slime oh. and Ghostbusters too. Um, and this is a team that I think they're they're not they're not going to be at the top of any projected win totals. They're not at the bottom. This is a team that has a beautifully low ceiling and high floor, which I think, given uh, their circumstances coming to this season. Um, various other factors uh, sets them up for some solid blow-up potential. Uh, I am speaking, of course, of the Chicago Bulls, uh, who's, um, you know, you know. Hold on there, hold on there, Devin Johnson. Do I not get to justify my pick? (laughs) Go, go. (laughs) Or if not, you got 40 seconds. Okay, well, look, uh, Bulls. Three stars under the definition of the NBA who could get traded. Vucevic, uh, DeRozan, Zach Levine, a coach that could get fired, a GM that could get fired. Not too worried about their bet online projected win total of, I believe, 37 and a half. Not worried about punting on that, going for the big swings. This is um, uh, this could be a swing and a miss, but I feel good about the, the, the real blow-up potential here and the terrible vibes that could come this season. So Chicago Bulls, bad vibes, my first pick. You have eight seconds left. Trevor, do you have five seconds worth of criticism? No, I mean, I think DeRozan's going to be gone by February, whether he wants to or not. Okay, that was good. I I, I, I kind of had a feeling, tre- uh, Bruno, I'm getting names all wrong right now. This is this is bad, but okay. I'm, I'm on the clock now, but frankly, this is easy. There is way too much good vibe potential from the San Antonio Spurs to oh. to to pass on them. And and I say that specifically in this sense. Like re- regardless if they if they eclipse the uh, they're up to 29 and a half wins now, I believe. Uh regardless of whether or not they eclipse that, the potential for guys to be first time award recipients or recognized for awards or, you know, whatever it might be is too high. Like you're looking at a guy in Wimbanyama who I don't think it would be crazy if he was not only rookie of the year, but also defensive player of the year. I don't think it would be crazy if he was named to the all defensive team. Like I I think Devin Vassell in most improved player conversations I think that there is a, uh, you know, all a, a rising tide lifts all ships. And I think there is a real possibility that there is a lot of that that's going to be happening this season, which means I'm going to stack some points here. And there are some other good options, but the presence of Wembenyama just sort of changes the math for me. Love it. I'd expect nothing less from 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 you, Matt. Spurs resident, Spurs optimist. Love mm-hmm. love the good energy. Hard to argue. Hard to argue any of what you said. I know that I know that you want to say more than that, Bruno. No, look, they're 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 a they're a tier three team for me. three uh, A actually. So uh not 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 a weak pick, but definitely not one that I had in my queue uh, when I when when uh the turn comes back my way. So look, I'm aware of their virtues. I had them as a good vibes team, uh, but um mm. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll see who I got. And, um, no, 
<laughs> this man is drunk with power, Trevor. Yes. Got his finger on the yes. button. I have my I have my fingers on like five different buttons. This is this is not fun. Okay, Trevor, you are up and, and the timer goes now. Well, this is Small Market Bias, mm-hmm. a podcast about the San Antonio Spurs, but I'm going to talk about a different small market team. I'm going good vibes for the Indiana Pacers. Ooh. Over under 30 and a half. I think they're at least, at least, I say, a mid-40s win team. I, like it. I love Reese Halliburton. Should have been drafted ahead of Devin Vassell, but we can <laughs> leave it there. Um, I, I, I love Halliburton as a potential all You're just dropping that, that grenade in there. Probably. Yeah. Probably third team All NBA, but uh, you know All NBA. And on, is he um, if he has like a really explosive uh, uh, year? Is he um, is he a most improved contender? I feel like people don't understand what most improved players should be half the time. So it could be uh, Miles Turner. Good I point. think is a an All Defensive Team candidate, uh, a a a lower tier DPOY candidate. Um, you know. Fourth or fifth place votes, third place votes, somewhere in there. You know, they have Jairus Walker, a.k.a. Jeremy Sohan with the jumper. Um, who else do they have? I think Ben Matherin, man, big big year for Ben Matherin. And Rick Carlisle, coach of the year contender. Media dudes love Rick Carlisle. So I, I think the Pacers have a chance to just rack up all the good five points. So where where are the big points going to come? Like the plus fives, the, the plus tens? Like who's going to... Well, I, again... Um, if we're talking, I think I think Halliburton okay. is a, a decent chance for uh, an all an all NBA yeah. team. Um, I, you know, uh, Jarris Walker, uh, does all rookie second team count? Because I think that's that's in play. Um, we'll, we'll, have we'll have to debate. Yeah, we'll have to debate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, and and Car- and if Carlisle, if they if they like are like high forties, I think Carlisle's a, a rookie of the, or a man, coach of the year. Oh, like, oh, wow. okay. Dark horse. You know what I'm saying? Know what I mean? So. There it is. <laughs> there it is again. I'm sorry, man. I, okay. All right. It's too much. There it is. All right. Trevor, you're up again, man. That's actually, that's, it, it's an interesting pick. I feel like the Pacers are a little bit tame. But it's an interesting pick because you're right. There is some there is some potential stuff, especially that huge Jarris Walker second team all rookie. But all rookie, yeah. yeah no, Two minutes I, on the clock, man. You. Your second pick. You're uh, this one is just a just an underplay for the most part. Um, I'm gonna just say bad vibes. The Los Angeles Clippers uh, do not trust their do not trust their health. Um, I think maybe. Maybe Ty Lue, uh, if, they, if Ty Lue's on the hot seat a little bit, doesn't have a contract extension. So there's some coaches fired points. Um, they have a lot of pressure. Um, you know, I don't know uh, if they get hardened. I don't know if that, that increases their, their win total or, or decreases it because you can never tell with that guy. Point. Maybe if Paul George suddenly hates this place and requests a trade. I think that counts. I don't know if Kawhi Leonard would ever request a trade because the Clippers seem to bend over backwards for him. But um, mostly I am just – I just think this is like – I don't think they're going to be healthy. And also there could just be some bad chemistry there uh, with all this hardened stuff. So I think like to me they're like a 500 team or at best because I just don't trust them. 
Like it, like it. Uh, they're they're on my list. Um, like them to hit the under for sure. A little bit worried about how you get those big points with the Clippers, in those fives sure. and tens that Matt's alluded to. Uh, but um, definitely feeling um, feeling the under there as well. So strong picks from Trevor, and always take take loaded, um, uh, you know, <laughs> explanations for for each. So it's, yeah. Uh, well, we ha- uh, have not reached the two minutes. But it doesn't matter. We're just doing this anyway. Oh! All right. All right. My pick. Um, two minutes on the clock. I um, am very surprised that the Philadelphia 76ers Ooh. Have, have not yet been taken. I figured they would probably go in the top four. Because there is some real possible volatility there. I feel like I owed it to Spurs fans to uh, short Kawhi Leonard as much as I could. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. And it's actually, you know what's funny is, I know I'm eating into my time here, but it doesn't need, not much needs to be said about the, the Sixers. I almost had the Clippers on my good vibes list. Like, like this team, just every single year... I, we know they have the talent. It's just, they've never been healthy. And there's a point where you're like, I want to believe in this team. I want to think that they can go really far in the playoffs because they're incredibly talented, but they're just hurt all the time. So, uh, they were actually on my list, but as a good vibes team, but I am taking the Sixers. I like James Harden. You can get James Harden is double, double trade request points. trade requests or Daryl Morey fired or like mm-hmm. some executive is like leaves or something, something is going to happen. And yeah, I, I, I feel like there is potential here for not all they're under they're over under isn't anything crazy, but there is a possibility where things go just tremendously bad for the Sixers. If they can't pull off, some sort of real deal for Harden. And I I just don't know who wants him enough to like give back a superstar or a star in return. So I just think there's a, it's it's a dead end all around and potential for some blow up stuff. And that, that is, that's, that is my time. And it is now Bruno's Bruno's turn. Well, good value pick there, Matt. At five, six is at five. That's like getting, I think so. I don't know. That's that's like getting uh... Tyrese Halliburton at twelve. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> exactly. No, they're on my list. Definitely feel good about them um, to to hit some of those bad vibes. I uh, have a few others on my tier two still on the board. Um, I'm going to go positive now as well, just to just to keep the trade off going, and um, you know pour one out for the, the poor Denver Nuggets who, um, you know, just don't get the love they deserve from anyone. You know, you, you, you never, you never hear about how the, the Nuggets are under, under respected, uh, left off a, an NBA on TNT graphic. Uh, no one ever talks, no one ever <laughs> talks about how Nikola Jokic, uh, is, uh, you know, this unassuming, uh, horse loving, um, you know, anti superstar, um, just, just don't, don't get the respect they deserve from anybody. So in honor of that, I'm going to take their good vibes, um, 
uh, heading into the season. Uh, I like the, I like the Nuggets uh, as, as as a title favorite. So the, we're talking big points here. Yeah, big um, points. I think we could we could see the narrative swing back in Jokic's favor after missing out on the MVP uh, uh, this last season. Uh, I'm not seeing too many other front runners that I really like, other than Jokic just putting up monster numbers again. Um, you could have uh, you know some a Jamal Murray resurgence in the award conversation. Um, who knows if what, what kind of season Michael Porter Jr. puts together. So, um, uh, t- taking the nuggets here with, uh, my, uh, second, p- second pick. Love it. I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I think there's, I think there's more, I think there's more good vibe potential with the nuggets than there is bad vibe potential for the Sixers. We'll see how the scoring system eventually ends up. It's a democracy, by the way. I'm not, it, it will not be, um, solely decided by me. It will be everyone. It will be everyone, but there is a tremendous amount of added point potential for the nuggets. Uh, I think that's, I think that's a really good pick. Thanks man. <laughs> You're uh, welcome. You're welcome. Has Kelvin sounded or am I just off to the next one? Oh! You're not going to believe it, but that was, that was two minutes. Like that was, I didn't just do that because you said it, that was right at two minutes. So, all right. Good job, Bruno. Uh, You're on the clock again, so keep going. Thank you. I actually have two teams left in, in my tier two. Ooh. Uh, both both bad vibes. Both uh, Southwest Division teams. Uh, is that giving up too, giving away too much? Oh, so now you're um, hinting. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm messing with you, though, because there's a few to choose from. <laughs> yeah, there, um, there are a few. I, I am going to pick the team out of the two uh, that uh, I feel like is a bit more on the clock um and uh has maybe a few different outs with 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 how things can go poorly um and that's going to be the new orleans pelicans um mm. currently set uh they're over under at 44 and a half wins uh seemingly manageable if um health uh permits but uh this being a team with zion williamson uh this is being a team that's already coming in um a little uh, unhealthy with um trey murphy on ice um i think uh, jose alvarado's got an injury they're dinged up already um famously not one of the best um uh, uh training staffs uh, in the nba i know that they kind of have some turnover there but never seems to work out don't like the pelicans at all think that um you could be looking at a team that uh, not only underperforms in that um uh, uh over under but uh, a coach that has been around long enough to, to where sometimes management gets um, ownership gets a little little antsy has to make a move. Zion Williamson has been in trade conversations before. If things go completely uh, uh, pear shaped, don't know what happens there. He's 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 not one that you can really predict um, aside for penciling in 30, 40 plus games uh, missed in in a regular season. Um, I just don't like the upside at all. Um, even you know going up to the general manager, there could be. Um, there, there could be moves made there. So I think there's just a lot of different ways for things to go wrong for, for, for the Pelicans, which is a shame because uh, not long ago they were in the Spurs shoes as, as you know, the, 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 the shiny toy for the, for, for the league. Uh, and um, it doesn't feel like uh, that's the case anymore. So Pell's bad vibes, my third pick. Love it. That, Love it. That's crazy that you, you just, it, that was two minutes. I didn't, I didn't, do it on timing after you said it you just nailed it two minutes good job good job bruno anyway go go ahead trevor you had some comments i think nope just love it they're a hard team for me to peg and um i I think you with that franchise you gotta you gotta opt for chaos rather than uh normalcy 
All right. Two minutes on the clock for me. Um, Another team that I'm a little bit surprised hasn't been taken yet is the Oklahoma City Thunder. And it's not, it's not um, necessarily their win. Their win total is like 44. That's, Mm -hmm. that's a lot. That's, that's a, that's a lot in a Western conference that is really stacked, but I think there is real potential in, again, same thing I'm doing with the Spurs and maybe this will conflict, uh, but I didn't plan on both of them being on the table here. I think there is potential for Shea Gilgis Alexander MVP votes top five MVP. I think there is uh Chet Holmgren potential rookie of the year. I don't think he's going to get it. I think that's Wemby's, but like top five, I think is almost a lock. And if, as long as he stays healthy, I think there's like, depending on how things go and how much this team has grown, there's potential for Mark Dagnalt coach of the year. Like I, I just, I look at Jalen Williams as someone who might be in the most improved player voting. There's just a lot of extra stuff with them. A lot of it. And yeah, I'm going to go with a good vibe team here. Oklahoma city thunder. Hard to argue quality pick. No, lots of outs, lots of ways to uh, keep those vibes going. Um, And thanks for uh, the pronunciation lesson on the marks. Agnalt. Mm-hmm. Never remember it, mm-hmm. but no, perfectly right. Yeah, including up up to coach of yep. the year conversation. There, they got a lot of ways for people to just sort of build on the goodwill that they have coming into the season for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh! Bruno, your timing is impeccable. I don't know what to say, but maybe you're just really good at podcasting. Um, there is a timer up top. I'm not looking at it, but there would be ways for me to. It's a clock. <laughs> there is a clock. It's true. It's true. All right, Trevor, two minutes. Go. I'm going to take the Milwaukee Bucks for good vibes. My run of small market good vibes continues. Um, look, Giannis is a top three candidate for MVP. I think him and Dame are both locks for all NBA teams. Um, if they like are really blowing the doors off of people and Middleton's having a good season, I think, uh, he at least gets a little bit of consideration for all NBA third team though, that those times are probably past him again. If they like are a high fifties team and like a number one seed in the East rookie coach, Adrian Griffin, yeah, uh, yeah. A, coach of the, a coach of the year candidate yeah, yeah. They're They're a championship contender. So much like, uh, much like Bruno with the Nuggets, uh, I'm just going to take the Bucks for all the potentially good outcomes that will be coming their way. Yeah, that's. I I, I feel like I feel like if nothing else, Giannis and if nothing else, Giannis and Dame for a, for all NBA teams just feels like you're well, gonna rack up remember, some remember, it's only first. It, we we can go back into the rules, but like it's only hmm. first team, or uh, I'm sorry, first time because we didn't you know, we didn't want people to be, mm. um, we know that we can go with those teams, but right. Uh, at the same time, like there is potential that, uh, that Griffin is in coach. If they're really good, like he might be in coach of the year, a uh, coach of the year candidate. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, ha- 
I I don't know this off the top of my head. Has Damian Lillard ever been uh, an MV, like in the top five in MVP voting? Like I don't know. I maybe probably five. Maybe <laughs> Feels about right. but like we can actually go look at that, and that's there's a potential there. But like there is there is obviously stuff with the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. So I feel like at this point, what are we nine teams deep? Uh, that's a pretty good pick, especially considering you get the plus 10 for winning a championship, like plenty of, uh, safe value there. Good floor pick Trevor. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Exactly Uh, right. Exactly right. And Trevor, you're once again, floor picks are good, man. At this time of the draft, like you, it's either, it's either floor or go real big. And uh, two more minutes on the clock for you, Trevor. For my next pick, I'm going to go bad vibes, and I'm going to go with the Toronto Raptors. Oh. Um, listen, you got you got a legit star. Damn it, who could be traded at any moment in Pascal Siakam. You have uh, a a star role player in OG Ananobi, um, who gets uh, Masai Ujiri treats his trade value like he's a star. Um, so that's two guys that could get moved. Um, they're over unders 36 and a half, which feels, uh, I guess it feels right. Assuming that team is intact, um, uh, at the end of the season, um, it feels very much like the 10 seed in the play in, which sounds right for Jakob Pertl, who has never, uh, missed a play in tournament and never won a game in the play in tournament. Um, I, what are, um, what are you getting at Trevor? Uh, just, just history. I'm a history guy. Um, Anyways, I just feel like, and especially like if anyone on that team gets injured, like any of their starters get injured, like I just don't feel like there's a lot of depth on that team. Um, you know, so again, this is probably, I think between a Siakam trade, uh, they have a new coach, so no, I don't think anyone's in, in danger of getting fired. But between the Siakam right. trade, an Ananobi trade, um, and and just bet, betting the under on their win total, I, I feel like there's some good points here in the, I guess this is the fourth round. Yeah, and what's what's Masai Ujiri's contract situation? Because I, I yeah, well, that's the other thing. Question. I guess he he could he could just bounce. He seems right? pretty like, secure. He seems, he seems well, he's he's secure, but also I don't know. There were talks to him to to the like the Wizards at some point. He doesn't seem yeah. seems like a possible flight risk if you're you know looking for you know right ways of right. ways of you know hitting on a hitting on a ten pointer. So good good pick okay. for sure. Okay. Yeah, that's um, that's actually a really hey guys. We that's a good pick. We can leave this in the pod uh, if you would like. I am going to um, let you guys decide my fifth team as I have to go. Oh, you have to, to go. Now. Hold on, hold on. I have to go okay. to pick up. Hold on. No, let's just give you your fifth, your fifth team right now. You got to go. Okay. okay. We'll, we'll do that. We'll I can give you your fifth team. I know this is taking longer than we expected, but that's how this always it's goes, right. apparently. No, that's my, it's my bad. Let's, uh, you know what? You know what, guys? Just, just here we go. I will take. The Golden State Warriors, uh, for a good vibe, oh. to to smash the over on forty seven and a half, and win the NBA title. Light there years. you go. There's my walk. There's my walk off. Oh, light year. Wow. Mic drop. CP six six M O Y. Whatever. CP three six. Oh, man I of forgot the year. There to you include go. six man of the year in the in the in the outline. There's, oh my. There's my there's my walk off for you guys. Okay. The Golden State Warriors. I was gonna think I was it was between them and the Kings, but I feel like aside from hitting the over, uh, like Sabonis and Fox both have already made all NBAs. Um, 
I guess like Keegan Murray could do some stuff, but like still feels like there just wasn't a lot of, aside from hitting the over, which I think they will, didn't seem like there was a lot to go off with the Kings, but the Warriors have the championship pedigree. Uh, Chris Paul is a legit six man of the year candidate. If he, if he's, if he's on the bench for more than half of his games, I think is the rule. And look, if if they are healthy and they are working on all cylinders, I think it's hard to say that they're not a title contender, even if it's a fringe title contender. I like that. I think I mean powerful it's, take. Yeah, it's a great it's 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 a big take. One we yeah. appreciate. Trevor, yeah, thank you, man. Bruno and I will finish this up. Um and uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk to you soon. Okay, I'm with my fourth pick. I, Another team that I'm a little bit surprised hasn't been tackled yet here, but I'm I'm looking at bad vibes for the Dallas Mavericks. I don't I just don't feel it. I don't I don't I don't mind what they did this offseason. I think they actually were solid in never mind they're tanking at the end of the season. No one's going to hold them like no one's going to if you're if you're a a smart person, you're not going to get mad at them for what they did they weren't going to win anything in the playoffs anyway so like keep your pick they did a good job there my concern for them is i don't think they really got better like that much better at least from last season you know their offense is going to look great when luka Doncic and kyrie irving on the floor their defense is going to be a massive question mark they added someone like grant williams who's going to help um Omax Prosper might help. Derek Lively might help. But this idea of like banking on rookies and like mid-level lottery rookies, late first round rookies to actually be an important part of your team seems so flimsy to me for a team that is that needs to win now. So I just have real concerns. I have real concerns about the Dallas Mavericks. I don't think it's going to be a good season for them. And I am almost banking on, I told you about missing the playoffs entirely, gives you a big points boost for the bad teams, bad vibes teams. I'm almost missing or uh, banking on that, but we will see. 43 and a half wins. Don't like that number for them. Don't like the roster. Don't know who their third best player is. Don't like starting rookies, uh, especially when you're this deep in the Luka Doncic experience. Don't like, uh, I think it was a Tim McMahon reporter, Tim Cato, that said that Luka, one of Luka Doncic's confidants uh, on the coaching staff or training staff has been, uh, I forget what the word was, maybe be banished from his, his existing role, demoted perhaps. So lots of ways for things to go bad in addition to simply underachieving in the wins column. So like it, they're on my, they're, I had them queued up. Love that too. Um, All right. So Mavs, Mavs, bad vibes for me. I don't like what's going on with them. I think, the, and 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 it's funny to see their their uh, spread against the Spurs just has dropped slowly, like every day, and it's down to three and a half. I think on bet bet online. I'm telling you, like, I, if you want to just take Spurs money line Wednesday night, do it. It's not that much of a spread. You're not going to make that much, but it might be fun because I. I don't know, man. Something is just not feeling great with them. But sorry, go ahead, Bruno. Two minutes on the clock. 
Very good. No, Matt, I don't know if you want to give your live takes, live reaction, but uh, Zach Collins, Spurs injury report. This is questionable tomorrow. So I did don't see know if that. you want to walk yeah. that back a little bit. but uh, Non-COVID no. illness. Non-COVID illness. Yes. We'll, we will see. Yeah. Yep. No, co-sign it. Um, they were queued up for me as my next pick, so like it, obviously. I am going to go good vibes next. I'm going to go to the Eastern Conference. I'm going to go with a team that, um, uh, you know, uh, did well last season, I think, against um, what people t- typically expect from the organization. I'm talking about the New York Knicks. Um, went 47 and 35 last season. They have an over-under of 45 and a half this okay. year. Um, I think continuity is always a, a plus. Um, I like the roster that they've built. I like the, the, the young guys that can still get better. Um, I also like the, the, what we got baked in with Jalen Brunson, who got snubbed last year as an all-star. Um, good chance of him uh, making the all-star team uh, That's this good. year. That's a good point. Um, so I like them overachieving a little bit on the wins. Um, I like, I like your, the odds of Jalen Brunson uh, getting a bit of the flowers that people might feel like he um, uh, was lacking last season. So sometimes those kind of, you have those corrections uh, the next season. So um, no, I, li- I like the Knicks, which is a weird thing to say a few years ago would not have, uh, would not have uh, added their, their vibes to my portfolio. Uh, but here we are. I, um, I think we're getting into, I, I feel like there are some interesting teams in here, uh, but we're getting to where the, the, I guess the chaos factor is starting to to even out like but I'm actually su- surprised at some of the teams still left on the board some that we haven't tackled yet surprised Trevor went with the Warriors like that felt like such a stable like we've seen this stuff before um but yeah I yeah I think Trevor 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 passing on the Atlanta Hawks, I a know, chance man. to a, a chance to dunk on the Atlanta Hawks is right there. But he 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 surprised us, which is good. Got to he's got to keep us on a star. He had a chance to pick the Detroit Pistons and Jalen Duran. I mean, all those big men, you know, that he loves so much. I just I'm I'm actually very surprised. Um, instead of just going straight to the Keldon sound, you can go into your fifth pick if you would like to. But uh, I'll say real quick, I like I like what you just said about like Jalen Brunson getting the snub. Um, This team, the continuity is always important. There are guys who could take leaps. It could even be like Julius Randle. Was he? He wasn't an all star last year, was he? He trades off years. I I I haven't kept up if we were on a if we're on we're due for a good Randle year or not. I feel like he had a bad yeah yeah yeah. And and you never know like. Maybe, yeah. maybe this is the year for R.J. Barrett. Maybe. R.J. Barrett. <laughs> R.J. Barrett most improved. Emmanuel quickly, sixth man of the year. There um, you go. There's, That's another there's, good there's, one. Yeah, there's, yeah there, there's, some, there's some things there that uh, yeah, some, some, some chances to, to, to rack up some points. So All don't right. hate it for my fourth pick. No, it's, it's not bad. All right. As for your fifth pick, what do you got? Fifth pick. You mentioned Agent of Chaos. This mm. team has recently shirked itself of one of, one of the true uh, performers, artists, um of of our time don't do it whose star rose and fell so so quickly this guy put up one of one of one of the highlights of summer league posterizing baptizing victor wembanyama um and it seemed like just just the 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 worst type of um uh you know uh hyping up that could have happened to somebody uh someone who just started drinking their own kool-aid i'm talking of course about the uh, Kai Jones, formerly of the Charlotte uh, Hornets, who are I, I, whose whose bad vibes I am uh, selecting with my last pick. 
um, oh. really, really wish that he could have put that off for uh, a few more days to really, um, you know, uh, bake that into the value here. But I still like them with what I think is an inflated over under at 31 and a half. Um, I like them because of, uh, you know, the, the, the LaMelo ball. I don't, feel don't like try, you can don't. you can say I don't I like them here as a bad vibes team for so many reasons that yes. we can't um, even get into. Yeah, I don't even some things I almost don't want to reference because it would feel flippant to do so. Yeah. Obviously, in, in a serious tone, everything around Miles Bridges uh, domestic abuse case charges, um, uh, obviously, um, awful, awful things. So yeah. um Almost wanted to leave them out of the exercise, but I'm going to take them here just to prey on their demise a little bit for the for for the karma. Um, don't know what's going to happen with Lamelo Ball. Lavar Ball has been weirdly quiet for far too long. Um, could be tweeting a trade demand at any moment. Um, yeah, that's a uh, big one. That's a big one. Steve, Steve Clifford's been there for too long. You know, this team's been bad for too long. Um, lots of ways for things to go bad for the Hornets, and uh, um, so I am selecting them with my fifth pick. Okay. For my fifth pick, man, it's tough. It's tough at this point. There are some. It's, there are some options here. Um, I think. I think I'm going to go. Wait, nobody took the Timberwolves, right? Oh, someone almost no, they're, did. They're on the board. But which way do you go? <laughs> yeah, this is this is the crazy part, and this is why I think they're an interesting team in this equation. I thought about the Grizzlies. Because I think there's going to be some serious under stuff with them, but I trust as as much as much of the you know with all the crazy stuff that's going on with them with John Morant, Stephen Adams is going to miss the entire season. Like there's bad stuff going on with them. I still have this sort of trust in their leadership. I guess I should say. So I'm tempted to go Grizzlies uh, as a bad vibe team. I'm going to stay away from it because even as John Morant is gone and even as Tyus Jones is gone, and that might seem like a crazy thing to people who don't pay a ton of attention to the NBA, but that guy kept them on track so much last year. I still think there's this element to Marcus Smart. (laughs) That's okay. And Derek Rose is there. He's uh, that dude has it together. I think they're going to stay stable in the meantime. I'm going to go positive vibes on the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think there is real room. We haven't seen the full Anthony Edwards jump yet. And that's what I'm banking on. I'm also banking on Carl Anthony Towns being. I, I'm not the biggest fan of the of, of the guy. I'm not, but I can still recognize his talent and see what this team has. See the way they were sort of clicking last season. I thought they actually. I know. I think they only won one game against the Nuggets, but it was an actual like hard fought mm-hmm. series. I think there is room for them to seriously exceed expectations. I think there is room for someone like Anthony Edwards. I thought he was going to be most improved player last year. I think there's real potential. That's his his uh, award to lose this year. Um, and then we'll we'll see what happens 
from there. Like if we're looking for a, a team that has a chance to jump a little bit or a team that has a chance to drop a lot, you know, when I'm picking between good vibes and bad vibes, I'm going to look at Anthony Edwards and I'm going to say, look, man, here's, this is your team. Now this is your team. Carl Anthony towns, like show that you're a real player during the regular season, like make the leap. So I'm going to take a swing on min on, on Minnesota because I think there's some upside there. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do the floor pick. I'm going to do the ceiling pick. Love it, Matt. Lesser men would have seen that fifth pick and played it safe. They would, they would not have banked their, 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 their reputation uh, <laughs> on, on the sour, the downright sour vibes uh, of that, of that big man duo of Rudy Gobert yeah. and Carl Anthony Towns. And you're, 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 you're really, you're chasing that most improved player award for Anthony Edwards. Um, and, and uh, you know, maybe uh, an over under that's a little bit on the low side. Um, and, and, you know, this a is a team low. that could, it's a little low. It feels low. I'll give, I'll give you that. Um, definitely some, 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 some ways in which things go sour for them. And, and, you know, whether it's looking at moving one of these guys or it's, whether it's one of these big men who simply asks out. Um, but, um, you know, betting on the star of Anthony Edwards, there's worse bets uh, that can be done out there. He's a super fun guy, um, should be in for a big year. So, uh, good for you. Good for you for going big, going for the moonshot, uh, uh, selection at number five. So I like it. My Did tip, you tip of my who, cap to you? Good, sir. Um, I appreciate that. Really I actually tip my cap. He, he did. Um, it's that's why I wear it. So it's that's, like, yeah. that's that's the real advantage of wearing a hat is, is when you can you can actually you know, tip literally, it not not metaphorically. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Did you? Is there anyone else on your list, like someone that wasn't picked, or another team that you have a strong opinion about? Either way, surprisingly, we were all on the same page with not only the teams, but which which way the vibes went. So um, you know, a lot of a lot of up, you know, down to my tier three tier three a uh the only the only team that was sort of in that top 10 that was stayed on the board was the the phoenix suns who um Mm. don't don't have too many ways in which you know you'd see trades happening like they're kind of locked into this team one player has even a uh (laughs) i think still has the the no trade clause um just follows him around like the like the the, it does yeah like like the like the monster and it follows um bradley uh, beal by the way for those who don't know the only player in the nba Without with a with a no trade clause. Yeah, we did a movie metaphor last time. Bradley Beal is the the monster from It Follows. <laughs> um, but you know, fifty one and a half wins. There's a way for them to underachieve there. We could see a player in a players only meeting when you got um, uh, you know lots of vets that um, have high expectations. Um, you know, Kevin Durant's uh, dysfunction seems to follow him around. Yeah. Um, and look, there is there is there is a disaster scenario out there where some of these guys are just too too banged up. We're already seeing Bradley Beal missing the season opener. Uh, so the Suns were the Suns were on my list as well. Uh, Would have been a fun one to talk around and, and drop some hot takes on. But um, you know, they could always make us look stupid as well. That as, one. As that one is like. Yeah, the Suns. That that one is like the payoff is massive, right? Yeah. If just time. something crazy happens, the payoff is massive, but the probability of that payoff seems so low, but it would have been, it would have been a fun late rounder unless you're, unless you're a a floor guy, like, like Trevor is apparently like, I didn't even, I feel like going with mini um, with Minneapolis, with Minnesota. um, I feel like that's low key compared to going to the Suns. I just wanted to take it to a certain point and then, 
not go too much further than that. And I think the Suns would be going far. <laughs> like, Maybe too far, too far for a fifth pick. But uh, the take is out there. It's on. It's it's on. It's on audio now. But um, I, I'm playing this thing to win it, and I'm looking forward to us, uh, you know, following. Uh, along with this through the uh, through the end of the season hopefully you can maybe find a, a, a brave soul out there to maybe commission this or yeah maybe can you whip whip are you gonna whip up a little graphic here like we sometimes do for these for these you little, know for these little yeah i'll i'll, I'll figure drafts? i'll figure something out um hopefully the folks that believe can maybe help me with this too but yeah we we might have we might have to rely on our listeners to keep track of the scoring system i i'm going to post the scoring system i'm going to post the scoring system um whenever we have finalized it we will have that out there um my other thoughts were like orlando magic for a good vibes team like there's real chance for a lot of young guys to do some damage and make some personal jumps in their careers um i i think there's also room for the pistons to have a jump i don't I, the East has some really good teams at the top. I'm not totally sold with on their on its depth, and the reintrodu- reintroduction of Cade Cunningham is a big deal. And then I also like the Sacramento Kings. Hold on, I need to go look at this real quick. Sacramento Kings, forty four and a half wins. Like that, I I know the West is stacked. That feels low. They won 48 last year, bringing bringing the same team back. Oh, and 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 you would think you would think better. Like if if Keegan Murray improves the way you would expect the top five pick to improve, like there's a lot of room for growth with them. That's that's Um, Vegas calling it a fraudulent season. Yeah, I mean that's basically what they're doing. They don't trust their defense. They Which, think that the Western Conference is just really good. I get it, but that that was another pick that. Yeah, no, so. I don't. I don't love them in the playoffs um, for the same issues that kind of afflicted them this last right. year. But I like them as a regular season team for sure. Right, and uh, don't hate them as a play in or in season tournament team. Another, yeah, really good call on the on the in season tournament. Really good call on that one. We'll have to do a show on that at some. Oh yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to rope Trevor into that one. I want to hear every single thought he has about his beloved in season, in season tournament, but we're well, and his, and his Kings and his Kings. That's right. Trevor who lives in Sacramento is a Spurs fan, but lives in Sacramento and, and, you know, enjoys when the Kings do well. So we'll be a good correspondent for that. Uh, I, uh, I enjoyed this Bruno. Uh, I'm, I know that Trevor was in a time crunch, but uh, this was fun, and I just wanted to punctuate it with... And I appreciate you being here. I appreciate it being here. Thank you for having me. Um, Enjoyed it. Look forward to seeing how this goes. And hey, some Spurs basketball tomorrow, so we can uh, maybe lay off the nonsense for a little bit. Talk some serious hoops uh, next time, huh? How about that? That's right. We're we're gonna actually get to talk about real basketball, and I and you know not have to float around about you know different developments and stuff like. I mean, of course, we're gonna talk about players' development and and all that stuff, but like serious basketball, like these guys are gonna try to win. This is gonna be fun. We're gonna see San Antonio actually trying to win basketball games again, and that is going to make for some entertainment, whether it's 
via the written word or video or audio or whatever, just watching it in person. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I appreciate you, Bruno. Everyone, if you don't mind, it would be wonderful if you rated, reviewed, uh, if you don't already, subscribe to the podcast. I know that it it helps us out. I, I, I don't know exactly how much it pushes the algorithm, but it, uh, it, I am told that it helps. Also, I know, and I just looked at this the other day for the first time. I looked at like ratings and reviews and stuff. I, uh, that is not something that I've been really paying attention to, but I looked at it recently and I saw that there is one hater out there who gave us a one-star review on Apple Podcasts. And whoever you are, I hope that we can change your mind, change your thought process. Everyone else has really enjoyed it. It's been five stars across the board. I'm very grateful for that. But (laughs) to to the one person who gave us one star, I do hope that we can change your mind. And I hope that in the future, we can grow on you a little bit. I know that some of this can be abrasive, and uh, we're we're working on that. Can can they change reviews, Pat, or is this locked in? Are they are they able to come back and and, and do that? Do we need to really make a plea I have, here? Can't I have no idea. We can we can plea. Well, they can try. I guess in, so. In event, right, you can go back and you can go back and change your review or your rating or whatever. Well, yeah, stranger, whoever you are, um, you know. Rethink it, maybe. Um, if you can't, um, in the spirit of um, the green light, we have to curse. Fuck you, man. <laughs> you hear, buddy? Fuck you. But if not, if you can't, if you can't change it, please do. Okay, just, just really, it would really help. Apparently. Thank you for listening to Small Market Bias, a podcast about the San Antonio Spurs, presented to you. By bet online. Say say goodbye to the people, Bruno. Maybe with a slightly nicer tone this time. Peace, y'all. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.